1: Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aide, and this is Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast.
0: Hello, people. Hi, Aide. Hi, Tane. We made it. Episode 19, Season finale, reunion, part two. What else? The redemption of oh, what else
1: can we call this? But we I don't made think it. you can call it a season finale. This show doesn't really end. <laughs> <laughs> the plan well, to keep on I going
0: <laughs> if, I just listen guys last week 8 sent me a text and I wanted to unsee it it was the upcoming according to MAPS fan our source of all things Mouse, upcoming Married at First Sight episodes and it's like May 25th Boston Reunion Part 2 June 1st Where Are They Now? June 8th Rules of Marriage June 15th Boston A Look Back June 22nd, matchmaking special, San Diego. June 29th, kickoff special, San Diego. And then July 6th, premiere of season 15, San Diego.
1: Like, what the fuck? (laughs) My favorite is Boston and look back. Who said they wanted to look back? My favorite is rules of marriage. Like, what is that? I don't know. And I'm probably not going to find out. (laughs) My exact
0: response to it was, this just gave me a headache. I just, I don't want to see it. I
1: just want a little break (laughs) from this. But in good news for our patrons, for you, we are going to do Where Are They Now? Boston. It'll be out sometime in the month of June. The rest of it, we will see everybody on July 6th (laughs) for the (laughs) the premiere of San Diego. In breaking news, we are going to watch the matchmaking special for San Diego. We might not do an episode on it, but we're definitely going to watch it.
0: Okay, I was going to ask you, which one was it again? The kickoff or the matchmaking? But it's the matchmaking. That makes sense. Okay, yeah.
1: (laughs) In in case you guys hadn't noticed, a running theme is where Tane and I are like, maybe they talked about that at the matchmaking special. (laughs) Oh, wait, we didn't watch that. So starting in San Diego, we will watch it so that we know things. So in addition to Where Are They Now? over the break, we will also be doing another episode of 90 Day Fiancé all on our Patreon. So check out our Patreon if you'd like to hear us in the month of June.
0: Yeah, the people of Maps like, they're not even going to give you a chance to miss us because we're pretty much here on the clock, around the clock. And, you know, I'm a little worried about that. I mean, we said that last season. I know I said the same thing. Like, when you just start churning it out like a factory, it's kind of, it kind of loses, like, you know, its original charm. But I feel like we even had more of a break the last time. And this time there's absolutely, I think what they're going for is no break. Yes. And I don't know how I feel about that because I'm just going to slide into like social media adjacent stuff. Listen, we've just heard, I I haven't heard any official announcement, but the word is Dr. Viviana is out.
1: Yeah, which makes sense because we'd already heard that rumor. Mass fan, she I trust her, I really do, because she usually doesn't give bad information. Um, Yeah.
0: So Dr. Viviana is going to be out because she's. They said she found new interest, but do we think she's out for that, or do you?
1: No, she she got fired.
0: fired? (laughs) I don't think she was fired. Why do you think she was fired?
1: When you find Dr. Viviana on a TV show that is more highly rated than Married at First Sight, maybe I will believe that she wasn't fired but I strongly believe she was fired.
0: That is very interesting. I just don't think if they were going to fire someone, Dr. Viviana brings a balance of, I mean, I'm not sexualizing her, but this is Hollywood and it's a TV show. She brings the looks. She brings like, she actually has a fashion you know, angle to it. She comes, she's the sex therapist and she brings a little fun to it. What would be the basis of being fired? I would think I'd fire Dr.
1: Pepper first. Maybe everything you just said. <laughs> As in, maybe they didn't want our focus. I don't know. The experts are not barely on the show anyway. I, I, I just believe when someone's on a highly rated TV show, unless they're offering you another TV show that they announce at the same time, I just think you were fired. It's like Housewives. Monique is still trying to say that, oh, she quit for her family. No, you were fired.
0: So we have two new experts replacing them. And I segued into this because this is going to be part of my concern about maths. So the two new experts are Devon Franklin and Dr. Pia. Dr. Pia is a, I guess she's replacing Dr. Viviana because she's a sex therapist also, but Devon Franklin is more well-known. I completely understand that there might be a whole group of people who have no idea who he is because unfortunately, In the world that we live in there's a difference between black hollywood and white hollywood and devon franklin is megan good's ex-husband if you don't know who megan good is then i don't know what to tell you but he's also a pastor and i'm wondering why we need another pastor when pastor cal is around
1: i don't get that i wonder if this is to phase pastor cal out if i was pastor cal i would be scared because this man sounds like just a younger version of him. But I love, I mean, next season when he's on, I will exclusive him, exclusively refer to him as Megan Good's ex-husband.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, when I said he was a pastor, I was trying to check and I'm like Googling right now. It doesn't say that he's a pastor, but I want to swear that he is a pastor because all the whole controversy about, you know, people in his church saying things about Megan Good, but I don't know if I'm wrong.
1: I feel like when they divorce, I mean, everything I know about this man, I know from our group chat, (laughs) 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 when we discussed Megan Good's divorce, (laughs) (laughs) and the main theme of discussion was like people posting pictures of her, you know, her Hollywood career and being like, is that pastor wife material? (laughs) So I think I recall that he is a pastor. He might even have a congregation. I don't think Pastor Cal has a congregation.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's also a producer. They do movies. They've done movies together. And they just they were together for like nine years. Or married for nine years before they got a divorce. I just don't understand. Or maybe I'm sold into the whole... Once you have a prototype, we don't need to. So I just don't understand what angle he'll be coming from when Pascal Cal is there. Uh, from the spiritual angle. Because that's all I can come up. And for for those who don't know also, Devon and... Um, Megan were famous for letting us know that they waited till marriage. I think they even did a movie called The Wait. He has books out also. So he's pretty well known to be honest with you. So I'm just wondering if he's in the same skill set as Pascal, why we need two of that. I don't know much about Dr. Pia. I think I saw a picture of her and she was in the AKA colors, so that's about the only thing I know about her. Um, I'm just wondering what direction the show is going. Maybe we're going to have more experts, or maybe they heard us, and maybe we're going to have an on-site (laughs) wherever they go. There's going to be one of them on there. But anyways, I was just trying to say, like, with the show just going nonstop with no break and now bringing a well-known name, I don't like it. It's like Housewives. When you start bringing the... Well, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. When you start bringing the actresses and the people, something about it dilutes what the original was. And I don't like it. The focus is now going to become, Oh, he was married to Megan good, but he also got a divorce. Oh, why is he giving people advice? Maybe because of, I don't know. It just kind of shifts focus from why we originally like, like maps and it makes me worried.
1: I'm more of a wait and see type. I think it might be interesting to have the perspective of someone who's like, I'm divorced. So if you'd like to not be me, here's what you should do. Because the experts always come from the angle like, Oh, I'm happily married. Here's what you should do. Dr. Pia looks like, just from a headshot, she could replace Dr. Viviana in the um, the cute expert category. So, so, we'll see. We'll see.
0: Okay. Well, we'll see. Well, um, I wonder when they're going to make the official announcements. We got um, pictures of the couples. I think the official People magazine, the annual, every season, they... Put the pictures of the couples on People magazine was up, and if you follow us on Instagram on our stories, we have pictures of the couples as well. Not quite uh, as an attractive cast as Boston to me,
1: but <laughs> we'll see
0: how it goes. I'm just offended
1: um, by them posting the new couples before we wrapped up the current season. They did that last year too, <laughs> last season too. I don't like it. I'm like, can we finish one and start the other? I'm not even interested in these people because I'm still stuck on you know spitting and stuff. So, Ah! so I'm going to need you guys to just wait till the season is over and then you can do the people magazine, but no one listens to me.
0: I mean, it's the new PR. They're not giving us a break. Just wrap one, jump right into the other, like just keep going. Not a chance to miss it. I don't know. We'll see how this train goes, but anyways, um, not much social media news, but Michaela told us, you know, the whole story of she and Zach, um, now that she's divorced, she feels like she can talk about it. She refers to him as her co-worker, which I find so hilarious. Anytime she references him, she goes, my co-worker. And she talks about how she bought him a monogrammed, like, Louis Vuitton, like, passport holder. And she should have taken it back. But it looked like she wiped out her Insta. I didn't see any pictures on there. Um, I could have sworn she had pictures, but I'm, I'm not sure. I usually just look at her stories. She did do a Ask Me Anything. And she said... And someone asked if she would do maps again, and she said she would do it again, and this time she'll act, because <laughs> okay. it seems like certain people came in, and being your true self was not what helped. You just had to come in and act, and I'm like, who is she talking about? Um, I thought she wasn't hanging out with other cast members, but I saw a picture, like I mentioned last week, that she was with um, Johnny. But she mentioned that she does hang out with other cast members. She wasn't in a space, too. She just started hanging out with them in, like, May or June. She talks to all of them except two. I'm sure we can guess what, two. Zach and (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, she was pretty open. And she really seems like she's in a good place, talking about her diagnosis with ADHD and how it affected her and how she's, you know, come along. She's dated since then. She misses one ex and... You know, he happened to be white. And I think someone asked that question, like she didn't post a face. She covered the face with an emoji and someone was like, oh, I see that you dated someone. Is he white? I was like, I don't know if that's an odd question. Like he's obviously white. He ask
1: <laughs> it could be very, very light skinned. We've all been fooled it before.
0: It could be. But anyway, she seems like she's in a good place and she just seems happy. So good for her. Um, she did say she got, she gave very glowing, you know, remarks about the experts. She listed everything that she learned from each of them. Like she really had a good day. Like she, that day, her stories were like dots because there was just a lot, just one after the other. And she's like, she did hint that no one knows the real reason they broke up and not even Zach knows. And it's not for public consumption. And I'm like, why would you say that? Because what on earth could it be?
1: We'll never know. We'll, never, we'll know. never know. But it annoys me when people say stuff like that. I'm going to tell you there's a piece of information out there that you'll never know and I won't tell you. Then why are you telling me it <laughs> exists?
0: I think what threw me off was like not even Zach knows.
1: So <laughs> I'm like, is it even real? If the two people in the relationship don't both know why they're not together anyway.
0: <laughs> um, Clara and Virginia congratulated themselves of getting rid of 300 pounds. They did a memory one year ago. Um, I remember that picture when they were at a game, a baseball game, but they put emojis over um Ryan and Eric's face. Um, I think at some point I don't know. I I understand. <laughs> Move on. I, you know what I'm about to say. Move I know on. I know what they mean, but you know, do it with your girlfriends, do it in your group chats, like you know, when you keep saying these things, and I know it's like I, I'm sure they don't care, but it just always seems like, okay, well, do you? Like, just don't give it that much energy. Just move on with your life, you know? Um, Jake shared that uh, whatever day it was, was his mom's last day of radiation. And he shared that she was diagnosed with breast cancer over Christmas, but they kept it quiet. And, you know, congratulations to her. Like I always say, cancer is a bitch. So I'm glad that his mom is in the clear.
1: Yes, best wishes to Jake's mom.
0: Um, And then lastly, it looks like Karen and Miles moved again. I don't want to (laughs) make speculations on their relationship because it's always wrong and we don't know and all that. uh, Miles was not in any of the videos and stuff, but I saw boxes and it seemed like a bigger house with stairs. And she was trying to put a couch together. And then she said she needed to call for, for help to help put the couch together. So I don't know what's going on, but I'm just going to say Karen and Miles moved
1: again. But yeah, that's it. I would like to conclude <clears throat> with this final, you know, episode, final social media update. A congratulations to Sean and Jeffy because they have been drama-free on social media for the longest amount of time that I can remember. And I'm very proud of them.
0: Yes. I was more proud because Jeffy. Put a picture of Sha妮s and said my everything. I'm like, oh God, wow, <laughs> progress. I mean, I felt bad because I'm like, it felt like it felt like breadcrumbing. Like, oh wow, he showed something <laughs> because she's always the one going on. But I was so proud of him because we don't get to see that a lot. Also, Jeffy is gonna be in the Where Are They Now. I'm really looking forward to it.
1: I Me mean, too. So I saw that. Yeah, um, but I just at one point I just realized like no more drama with Sha妮s and Jeffy, and I really enjoyed not having drama with them
0: (laughs) yeah all right so what did we think of this episode
1: you know it was good (laughs) i still have the ability to be shocked surprised and amazed at the things these people say and do which is a surprise in itself when we get this far into the season
0: it was good i felt like i got stuff out of it Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) There were things I didn't know before. I was horrified. I laughed. I rolled my eyes. I was annoyed. They took me in a whole gamut of emotions. And, you know, if you're watching a show and it doesn't do that for you, what even are you watching for? So it was good. Agreed. All right. Let's get into it. So we start part two with all the ladies sitting with Kevin. Kevin compliments the ladies and the colors that we're wearing. I think you made mention of that aid, wondering if they planned it.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> and apparently
0: they kind of did because katina was like you know they had to make sure they weren't wearing the same thing so there's no way in hell they wear the same thing like if anyone was gonna wear the same thing i think it would be katina and jasmina but they're never gonna wear the same thing as Noe or wear the same thing as Lindsay. they all have different fashion tastes I definitely
1: think. i think they would where they might end up is the same color Colour, Cause I, yes yeah i thought it was interesting that at the beginning kevin said you know he says something about things will be resolved and then things will not be resolved and I was like I appreciate the honesty because you never get to the end of the reunion with just everything being wrapped up so thank you for letting us know in advance that some things are just not going to be resolved
0: so he asks um who all stays in touch and Katina says oh we all keep in touch I'm like even Lindsay then Jasmina says yeah they have a group chat and they talk every day and I'm like even Lindsay <laughs> Kevin read, Kevin reads my mind. And then he asked, well, did some of you blocked each other on social media? And we knew this from after party, I think the first episode. And then Lindsay tells the story of how she was asking all the ladies about their biggest flaws. And she said, you know, she was intense. Alyssa said like, she has no flaws. Like she has nothing. And Lindsay was like, okay, self-awareness. And then by the end of the night, she blocked her. There was a lot of faces being made this entire episode. <laughs> But
1: that's because even I knew what Lindsay was saying was a goddamn (laughs) lie.
0: 80% of it was in this section with the women. So Lindsay said she called her the next day saying, sorry, but she couldn't be bothered. Alyssa has been making faces all while she's speaking. And she's like, that's not what happened. So she says Lindsay wasn't saying nice things about her at the bachelorette party, which is true. We saw that. And it made her uncomfortable to follow someone who was talking poorly about her. I was just taken aback, like, really people speak like that in person? Talking poorly. (laughs) Like, talking shit about me, talking bad about me,
1: but talking poorly, it's so proper. Was it listening to sorority? Something about that screams I was in a sorority.
0: It screams pageant girl, but I don't know if she was in a pageant, so. (laughs) So she confirms that she did call her, but it wasn't to apologize, and it was actually a rude conversation. And if she was not going to talk to her in a calm manner, she told her, like, if she keeps talking the way she was talking to her, she's going to hang up, and that's exactly what she did. I think that's fair, to be honest. I don't like Alyssa, but that's fair. So, Kevin asked if anyone has her blocked. I mean, for sure now I knew that Kevin has been prepped, primped, and popped (laughs) with all the things, because if they don't bring it up naturally, he's going to make you bring it up inorganically. So... So he asks if anyone has her blocked, and Jasmina says, like, she's not blocked, but I um, unfollowed her. And he's like, more about that. We'll check into that later. I don't know that he quite did so, but okay. So he asks if they were surprised about the splits, referring to Michael and Jasmina and Lindsay and Mark. Katina says that it wasn't that it was a surprise because she had combos with Lindsay and she was butting heads with Mark. But um, it was the same thing with Mike and Jasmina, Jasmina that they were butting heads. And I didn't quite understand that. So, why was it not? Why was it a surprise? Like, was it a surprise or not? I don't know what she ended up saying. No, he says that she was surprised that she thought Mike and Jasmina could have worked out and that she thought they would find their flow. Um, she was only surprised <laughs> at Lindsay and Mark at how fast. <coughs> Because they had just moved in. So not that they split. (laughs) That's how fast it happened. Like, I thought they'd give it a little bit more time. (laughs) So then they switch to, they play a clip of Elijah One's expectations of Katina or a wife. And it's that same dreaded one month anniversary dinner talking about, you know, not having life experience, blah, blah, blah. And he asked the ladies what they thought about it. Jasmina says that she always heard about it and she cussed out Olajuwon many times. She had many conversations with him and told him like, you don't cook either, which is just the darndest thing also. And, you know, she has a job and wants to come home to a meal as well. And then he asked Lindsay. And Lindsay surprises me by actually not doing too much. I don't know if they edited it, but she's just like, I love Olajuwon and he wears his heart on his sleeve. But the thing about him is that he can apologize when he's wrong. I'm inclined to believe that they kind of edited it because the whole entire episode was just about heaping praise on a and like, mm-hmm. just Like, you know, he turned it around. Like, this is what the show does. We make people right. So Jasmina says that she wants to add that he's a kind of person, that when he's angry, he says a lot of things in the moment, but people don't see when he catches himself. And I get it. I, I'm all for giving grace, but we cannot act like this is not a past. Like, it's good to catch yourself, but how many times are you going to keep tripping? Like, stop! Like, just don't do it at all, so you don't have to apologize, because it's pretty intense.
1: And it just—I don't know—all of this seems very glossy over. Like, only a couple times have the exact words been used for One's behavior. Wears hard on his sleeves. There's all sorts of euphemisms for how big of an asshole he was. Yeah. So.
0: Kevin says, no one has grown like a larger one has. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. See? Know. More, and more. <laughs> Lay on <down> thick. <laughs> so she he asked Katina how she handles it now. And I'm like, the fact that you have to ask the question. And then Katina says, I just talk shit back. And I'm like, <laughs> listen, if you like it, I love it. I just, <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs>
1: I mean, am I glad she's talking shit back? But I'm like, you know, you don't have to be with someone who you have to talk shit back to because they don't talk shit to you to start with. You, that's an option.
0: Yeah. Just have a conversation. But um, Kevin asks, you know, if they were surprised by Stephen Noy's friction and I promise you that the room came alive. There was a lot of, yes, like, we were this. <laughs> and Katina says, like, yes, she'd be wondering what their arguments look like. And Jasmina says, like, you know, everyone was so open and honest about things. But they would just be chilling in the corner. So the first time they mentioned they had problems, everyone was like, what? What is it? And then they played the clip of the whole social media thing. And she's like, I don't want to talk about it. So they still didn't know. So Kevin asked how they felt hearing that hidden, um, Steve didn't have a job. Lindsay. Who cannot read a room for her life? Let out a noise. She's like, mm. and I'm like, <laughs> this man in the top of the episode said that your spirits do not align. Like you don't have <laughs> you don't have a footing to speak on this man, speak about this man. Like just be quiet and keep your thoughts to yourself. Like you don't have that right. Boy, I tell you. So Katina says when she heard that he traveled across the country and didn't have a job, her thought was he had to have money. Not quite sure why she thought that. You got a credit card, but I mean, I get where she's coming from. Um, what struck me at that moment was Alyssa nutting very enthusiastically saying, right, right. I'm like, okay. So Katina says she didn't judge him because he didn't have a job. As long as he can take, he could take care of them and pay the bills, she doesn't see the issue. Lindsay said, nope, I disagree with that. I think he should have a job. That Noi grew up in a refugee camp. She asked for a six-figure man. Eight, I cringed? Because <laughs> there's something about the whole she grew up in a refugee... Like, she can say it. Like, why do you say it so flippantly? Like, do you know if that's a trigger for her? If that's a thing? Like, just shut up, Lindsay. The, and also, I'm, I don't rem-
1: The advice to Lindsay to shut up is basically useful in any and all situations, except for maybe one. <laughs>
0: When she's going after Alyssa?
1: Uh, (laughs) We'll find out later.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, and also, I don't know if Noye asked for a six-figure man. I think she just asked for a man with a job and a plan. (laughs) (laughs) So that's Lindsay embellishing again. But Jasmina chimes in and says, "Um, we all agree that he should have a job, but what we're saying is we didn't judge him right away immediately because of that. Except I don't movie. know but no but did uh, so that's why I find that interesting because that was the whole thing that was her whole thing the entire season and she is judging him based on that so so Kevin asks who they think if they how many people think Stephen Noy Noi are going to be the first to have babies they all do including Noy. so Noy's going to be so mad if somebody else gets pregnant before
1: <laughs> unless she has moved into his house she won't have space to be mad
0: So Kevin brings up Lindsay and rubbing people the wrong way and they play clips, like a montage. Let me just say clips. <laughs> and Lindsay mentions, you know, like, yeah, like watching this, you know, I feel bad for little things. It, it, nobody believed what she was saying. And that she loves feedback and is receptive to it. Katina squints into the universe. Alyssa makes a face like, who? You? So Alyssa says Lindsay made her uncomfortable the short time that she was there. Lindsay says, you know, you blocked me, but you were sending messages to Mark. You were showing up at the apartment talking badly about me, and they were here for marriage, and she wasn't, so she feels like she should have stayed home. I mean, I think that's true.
1: Me too. Me too.
0: (laughs) During the commercial, we do get clips of the new season, and I'm seeing like a steamy kiss in the shower. I actually rewound because I thought it was a Lifetime movie. (laughs) <laughs> and then I saw that it was the new season and I'm like, oh, we all right. And I feel like whoever that couple was is going to be the fizzle out couple. The Michaela and Zach's that like they start out first hurt and burning and then it goes to hell from there. Um. Anyway, so Alyssa says a lot of what um is saying is not true. And Mark was the one that was reaching out. Alyssa says that she's never talked badly about their relationship and all of them can attest to that. No, I made a face, but she says nothing as usual. Katina says that she saw the text messages and they were not inappropriate. That, you know, she texts one all the time. Lindsay texts one all the time. And it's the same, that there's no level of inappropriateness going on. So Kevin is digging and he's just saying, so there were passive messages like, hey, how are you? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know why I found that funny. <laughs> and Lindsay says, sort of, and then goes off on a tangent about how, She blurted to her that everyone that has spoken to her has said that Alyssa was rude. And I know she said she's the nicest person. And I'm like, what are we even talking about right now?
1: I was lost. You know, one of my favorite podcasters, she appears on other people's podcasts, Ray Sani, says that you can always tell a grifter because they don't stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) When they lie in, they tell you too much. And that is Lindsay in a nutshell. Why are you going off about all this other side stuff if the point is that you didn't like the text messages that she was sending your man? But there's nothing there. So you're trying to find something else.
0: Yeah. So Alyssa turns her head to the side and is just like, Alyssa, we talk about Mark not liking confrontation. Alyssa does not like any, you could say hello instead of hi and hello might be too formal and she's going to take that as confrontation and she doesn't want any parts of it. So she turns her head to the side, but then Katina whispers to her, be strong and speak up. <laughs> and I just get so angry. Like, I'm stop waiting for this girl. Why? Why is this the side we choose? So <clears throat> Alyssa is trying to string words together and Lindsay's like, I know you're the nicest person. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I live for her coming for Alyssa. <laughs> no one else is going to do it. <laughs>
1: I enjoy her making that joke about you, the nicest person, because no one else will do it. (laughs) And that's what we laughed at for weeks on end. So thank you, Lindsay, for that, at least.
0: (laughs) So Alyssa says just because they aren't friends doesn't mean that she has to come for her. And she has been nothing but respectful of her. Again, that speak. And Alyssa says, you know, she owns up to everything that she has said and done and apologized. And I thought of you, Aid. Because the main thing last week was she did not apologize. (laughs) But she would not stand up for lies. So Jasmina says that she will say that Alyssa doesn't talk about Lindsay because she doesn't care. She says she was was friends with Lindsay. And she doesn't like when people are talking about somebody she's friends with. And then Kevin asks Lindsay, what do you have to say to that? Lindsay says, simply, I know my truth and it's not this. And I'm just going to live it there. So, Aid, where do we stand on this? Who do we think is telling the truth?
1: Probably Alyssa. It it pains me to say it. Truly, it pains me. But the fact that Alyssa, Jasmina, Katina have a story, and Noi is supposedly Lindsay's buddy, and she's not saying anything because she knows her friend is a liar. Alyssa's, I think the truth is probably somewhere in the middle, but it's closer to Alyssa's side. I I will say this. I don't believe for one second that Alyssa never talked shit about Lindsay. I don't believe that.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I don't think, I feel like they're both, they both have issues with the truth, but I'm inclined to go with Lindsay, even though Lindsay might be embellishing the truth because the majority of it is that she's talking shit about her. I think that she is. Even the whole text messages thing that it was not inappropriate. Um, you can delete text, text messages. We don't know. Like what are you even texting? What are you visiting you, the apartment for?
1: But do you really think she was exchanging flirty text messages with Mark, Alyssa? Okay. Really?
0: Not not flirty. But I mean, if they have fights or something, she could just be like, "I don't even know why you're with this girl" or whatever. I don't. For someone who was so vehemently opposed or allergic to Chris, I don't know. I I don't see her associating with Mark. Like, I don't I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what I think of Alyssa. I didn't see enough of her. But I just for someone who wouldn't give someone a chance, like even just be friends with the person and then just say, I'm not attracted to you. She just seems very shallow and superficial. She likes Jasmina and Alyssa because they're like the likable ones and they seem like, you know, the top of the class. She just seems like the kind of person that wants to roll with the popular people that I don't know that Mark would be her top choice. This sounds like I'm being mean, but I hope you understand what I'm trying to say.
1: I do. I, that's why I I. I feel like Lindsay flew, flew some innocuous text messages in to create a distraction. But I don't think there was anything wrong with those text messages. She just decided to bring up, oh, you texted my husband when you blocked me. Well, she doesn't like you. And I think she can be cordial with Mark. So whatever text messages she sent aren't a big deal she should not be hanging out at the apartment if she's not doing this, but I know that girl was desperate to be on TV, desperate to <laughs> hang out with Katina and Jasmina, and like you said, be one of the cool girls. And I could understand Lindsay being like, but why are you even here? I don't like you, and you left your husband already.
0: Yeah, but just to be clear, like I don't think inappropriate was just flirty texts. I think inappropriate could just be like, I don't know. If you texting someone's husband at like 3am, what are you doing? Well, that came up, right? Like they text at 2am and then they said they do that for everyone. I don't know. Inappropriate could be a lot of things. I, I didn't necessarily think it was like a sexual thing or romantic thing. No, but it could be other things. They don't like each other. Also, I would feel some type of way. If I don't like somebody and my husband is all chummy chummy with them, what are we doing?
1: <laughs> but that, see, but that's not, then why are you going after Alyssa for that? Why is Mark responding to text messages of some girl who his wife hates? You think she didn't go after Mark, her favorite person?
0: You think she didn't? <laughs> she has enough to go around. <laughs> she has enough to go around. And I, I kind of suspect that that whole thing um, on decision day where she said she saw text messages and all that, I really do feel it's Alyssa.
1: Oh, I thought so too. I thought I thought that was, yeah. I thought that was very interesting. It's just that it's it's unlike... Lindsay, not to say the
0: name, but who knows? She might be holding that for some... I don't know, but I did think it was Alyssa. But maybe she does not have any tangible proof or something because it was a screenshot. Who knows? I don't know, but there's more to it. But anyways, you guys let us know where you stand. Team Lindsay or Team Alyssa? I mean, not Team anything, but just in this situation. So Kevin tells Jasmina that he heard through the grapevine that there was a conflict between she and Lindsay at the airport after a taping of After Party. I'm thinking, oh, I bet we know what episode. There was that episode where... I don't know, they got, you know, there was a little tension between them, but then it looked like it was just, it was when they were in Boston, not necessarily like in LA. So she tells us that she and Noy were riding to the airport with Lindsay and Lindsay starts talking shit about Alyssa. What do you mean?
1: Us, sorry, you said there was tension in Boston, but the this particular argument took place in LA.
0: Well, that no, that's what I'm saying. I thought it was in LA, when they were riding, but then it seemed like a situation where Lindsay was driving. So then I just assumed that they were in Boston because if they were in LA, they would have gotten them a driver and all that stuff. But she said she mm-hmm. was in Lindsay's car. Cause Lindsay kicked her out and said, if you keep talking like that, I'm going to kick you out my car. So I just assumed that it was when they came back and maybe Lindsay was driving and they took a ride with her because mm-hmm. um, Jasmina said, um, we were, Noi and I were riding with, Lindsay. Hmm. Okay. So that's I it's all assumption. I don't know. So yeah. Um oh and she tells her to stop talking shit um about her because it's her friend. And she says, and Lindsay says, Of course you're gonna take her side. And Jasmina says, It's not a side thing. I just don't like the whole mean girl stuff. And then Lindsay tells her like she needs to stop talking or she needs to get out of her car. So when they got to the airport. She said she sent Lindsay a text message saying that was very disrespectful. Um, and no one has ever spoken to her like that in her life. And you know, Jasmina does not do well with tones. <laughs> so she told her that moving forward, I don't want that energy. I'm guessing that's when she unfollowed her. He didn't explicitly ask, but I'm guessing. So she said that that Lindsay said that that's not exactly how it happened, that, you know, that, that she recalls Jasmina saying that when Alyssa talks bad about her, her being Lindsay, she tells her she doesn't want to hear it. Um, Alyssa was like, I never did. Jasmina is like, she never talked bad about you. I don't, it's just hard to believe that she never did. But also why would Jasmina go so hard to say that she didn't? I don't, this is so hard.
1: I have a strong feeling that Lindsay would not let her hatred of Alyssa go. And I actually do believe that Alyssa was not giving Lindsay the time of day. Like, why am I going to come hang out with my friends and talk shit? Like, I just, I actually believe, I believe, I believe, I believe that Lindsay never wanted to stop talking shit about Alyssa
0: (laughs) when Alyssa had (laughs) moved on. I believe that part. It's the part about Alyssa never talking shit about Lindsay that is kind of tough.
1: That that one I I don't I don't know why Jasmina and Katita are saying it, but it just doesn't ring true. But I do think everything- she probably said some stuff in the beginning and then never again. When you're on like week yeah. twelve and you're taping after parties and Alyssa has long since moved on from Lindsay, but Lindsay still wants to talk shit about Alyssa, you'd be like, What's wrong with you? Like, why can't you stop?
0: Yeah, maybe that's the case. I think um every time Alyssa says she didn't talk shit and the camera pans to Noi. That's what's sowing the seed of doubt. Because Noi will make a face but not say anything because Noi never says anything. So I'm just like, is there more that you want to share? So she says um, that Jasmina told her that when Alyssa talks bad about her, she tells her, I don't want to hear it. But she was getting loud. And she was like, and I quote, this is Lindsay. Uh-uh, uh. uh." And then she put her hand up. And I'm like, Lindsay, what are you? What are you doing? First of all, in all of the things that we've seen, and we've seen Jasmina mad, Jasmina does not get loud. I don't even know the woman, but she could have a tone, but Jasmina does not get
1: loud. I'm I'm sorry. I just, I had that, that racial undertones. When you say that a black woman's getting upset and she's calmly telling you something and then you decide to characterize it as getting loud or aggressive. And Lindsay has insane. a track record there, and it's not a good one.
0: Yeah. So, Jasmina is not even going to... I think everyone just knows how to deal with Lindsay, because she's like a child. Jasmina doesn't even say anything. She simply says, Noi was in the car. Noy, whose story is accurate? Noy says, <laughs> I don't remember Jasmina getting me loud. She was just <laughs> establishing a boundary.
1: <laughs> I appreciate Noy for that. <laughs>
0: Then Kevin finally asked about the lion tattoo. I'm like, hell yeah, I've been waiting for this, but it did not give what I was expecting because Lindsay is going on about how it was circulating and everyone knew about it. And she was telling Noy, girl, don't stress, take a deep breath. And Jasmina said she would like to comment on that because it bothers her when she hears things that aren't true. I'm like, oh my God, are we caping again for Alyssa? So she says that Lindsay told Katina and her to check their DMs that it was a lion tattoo. Guys, I'm going to confess that I was a little confused at this point. I just wanted to get to the aftermath of everything. And she told Noi in front of Alyssa, and she just thought it was super messy. And I'm annoyed because I'm like, so we're focused on the fact that it was messy, not the fact that Alyssa did say that, and that (laughs) she was thinking it was her soulmate? Like, that's where, this is where we need old Kevin. Old Kevin would be like, so Alyssa, did your... What is it called? Your matchmaker? What is it called? Your Psychic, her psychic. (laughs) There you go. Did your psychic say this? Did you believe this? Because as far as I knew in After Party, Steve confirmed the story. So what are we doing here? I was not pleased, Aid. I was not.
1: I was not pleased either because I felt like they should have established whether the story was true and then we could have moved on to was Lindsay running her mouth? But they blended them together and it just created confusion.
0: Ugh. I think the producers decided this was just going to be a shit on Lindsay segment. And let's just focus on that. And that's the direction. I did not like it. And also, based on what we're going to see in the future, I know that they probably bribed this little girl to come on the show by telling her, because she did say, they promised me I won't be attacked. So they are scared that she's probably going to walk off. (laughs) So everyone is treating her with kid gloves. But I, nah, they botched this segment. Anyways. Jasmina says that they didn't need to know all that, but she wanted but because Lindsay doesn't like Alyssa, she just wanted them to think Alyssa was crazy. Well, I mean, okay. So Kevin asked Noi what she believes, and she said she doesn't think Lindsay was lying, but she doesn't think that it was entirely not true. Uh, Noi, pick a pick a side.
1: <laughs> Never.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> Noi is Switzerland.
0: Ah, oh, not a fan. But she didn't want anyone to think her husband is their soulmate. I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's the whole point. So let's (laughs) dive into that. (laughs) So Kevin asked them what kind of man they recommend for Lindsay. Katina says she needs an adventurous, patient, and a man who makes a lot of money. Jasmina says she agrees and someone to make her orgasm a couple of times. Lindsay's eating it all up. Thanks, girl. Thanks, girl, for that. Noi says someone who is strong, stable, and who will love and accept her for everything that she is. I mean, the part she should have added is like, Lindsay got to love the other person too for everything that they are. So Lindsay says for Jasmina that someone who's family focused, a good father and patient with a good heart. I, my eyebrows were raised at this, but... Um, Jasmina said she appreciates it. And Kevin says, see, there are two sides of Lindsay. Like, it's so amazing. And they all give their thoughts and on who the kind of person that could be with Jasmina and I applaud Lindsay for this. Lindsay points out like, you know, we could be describing Mike right now. And I'm like, yeah, think.
1: <laughs> I was I think I was surprised because Lindsay will always surprise you. I expected her to be Lindsay Crass and like say things like big dick or you know like Lindsay like. Yeah. And then she's all like, oh a good father. I'm like, Lindsay will always surprise you.
0: She will. I was going to have to say someone who make your vagina wet because of what Jasmina said <laughs> earlier. So then they asked what kind of man Alyssa needs. I was like, we don't care. Cut it off and send her off the stage. But Jasmina wants to answer because she asked Katina. And she's like, can I answer that? Can I answer that? And then Katina was like, I was going to say country. And Jasmina is like, I was going to say she needs a cowboy. And Kevin rightfully is like, you were getting all hyped just to say cowboy. <laughs> but what i took away from this is like you guys are caping for her but you don't even know anything about her just the fact that she needs a country and a cow how does that help you in life like you have nothing else that you can think of for this girl and you're like you know besties and there's nothing that's actually like substantial that you think she needs in a man i don't know all right we'll be right back guys
1: Life doesn't happen biweekly, so why should payday? The money you make can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the EarnIn app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Summer is coming, and it is time for all of us to go on vacation. You can use the money you earn from Earn In to buy a new bathing suit or some new clothes for your fun summer vacation.
0: Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Altocall on the podcast. When you sign up, it'll really help the show. That's Altocall on the podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like their Ginger Lime Mule and Grapefruit Paloma, which happens to be my favorites, you can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% of the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takearecess.com slash M-A-F-S.
1: You guys know I don't drink very much, so Recess is a great substitute while everybody else imbibes. It's a lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients like uplifting guayusa and stress-balancing adaptogens. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make Recess Mocktails your drink between drinks or your forever mocktail. Get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash altercallMAFS so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. And we are back. And this time, we are with the boys. In Kevin's opening intro, he says there have been a lot of drama and things are just getting started. I'm not sure if I believe him. (laughs) <laughs> the vibe of the husbands is a marked contrast to the vibe of the wives, because Kevin is all like, "Oh, this is a real bromance, huh?" <laughs> Mark says he feels like a different person with the guys than he does with Lindsay, because there's positivity there, and it feels good to be with the guys. For us to understand, it does not feel good to be to be on the couch with Lindsay. Kevin asks all of them, do they think that they need to stand up and defend Mark from Lindsay? (laughs) Um, Olajuwon, who is supposedly Lindsay's best friend, says absolutely. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) That Mark was partnered with someone. She is his friend, so he says that she didn't have bad intentions, but that she doesn't take accountability for her own actions. And it's easy to point the finger... But she doesn't look at herself before she makes a judgment. Damn. <laughs> Which a, a large one he he has it right. There's That's no it. lies told there. None. Um, I this I, I felt bad for Mark because this segment just kept on like it felt like it was beating him. So Kevin's like, Lindsay has this tendency to talk about your grandma and your mama. Does it bother you? He says, it's irrelevant to our relationship. She was looking for ways to hurt me because she's hurt emotionally. He says the last time they fought, she spit on his shirt. Girl. (laughs) And, you know, he kind of just slid it in there and then kept on going. He's like, you know, I was bullied bullied as a kid, but this is the worst bullying I've ever dealt with. And that when they would fight, he would physically shake because he was really frightened of her could think was they you know, talked about like oh the guy supported him but I'm like if things were that bad why in God's green earth did you say yes on decision day
0: well did we know if what he's describing was a- like after decision day or
1: I can make space for that day? but I'm like you guys were only together for seven days after decision day we watched those fights it happened before decision day in my opinion
0: I just this man waited for years and came on this show to live his dream and then had to live out some of the toughest moments of his life on TV and then get more trauma added.
1: Yes. And because we're done, I guess, talking about how terrible Lindsay was to him, then we got to move into the segment of how terrible life was to him during the show. So Ke- Kevin is like, let's talk about all the things that went on outside of the marriage. And they play a package of the bed bugs and losing his job and having to put his cat down. And Kevin asks how he's doing now. And he says life is good. He went to it with, for the reasons of finding love. Lindsay had good reasons too and good intentions. When you pair with someone who you have to fight triggers with, you know, the cat passed away. It's hard to put an animal down. Um, there was a lot that day and Lindsay supported him, but it was the most emotional thing. So like, we kind of covered the cat there. Um, Kevin says, but you know, Lindsay was there. Uh, and should Mark have tried harder? And I was like, no, well, how did you listen to everything we just listened to and, and come to the conclusion <laughs> that Mark Mike should have tried harder?
0: Tried harder to stay miserable?
1: <laughs> <sighs> Mike says that she... <laughs> Lindsay does a lot of great things. But then the condescension and the low blows and the things that just seem like they're attacking, it doesn't cancel it out. Maybe this is why all the guys are friends is because they are they are a really great bunch. Yeah. Steve says- I
0: will, Sorry, I will say that. For all of the faults that they have, at the very core of all of them, except Alyssa, they all have good hearts. For the little that we know of them. Like, they just have good energy.
1: Steve says that Mark is better off without her. (laughs) The fact that Steve really hates Lindsay, this is one of my favorite things about this reunion. (laughs) He says that the things Lindsay put Mark through, no one should ever have to go through that, which makes us wonder. Everything we've seen, is that what he's talking about? Or is there even more that we don't even know? There's probably more. I feel like there's so much
0: that goes on with this show that we don't know about.
1: So I think at this point, we are done with Lindsay and Mark, for which I'm grateful. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> so next we move on to Alyssa and Chris. <laughs> and so he asks, "Were you guys surprised by the things that Alyssa said about Chris?" Mike was like, well, I knew they had the issues, but I didn't know it was to that extent." And when he heard some of those things, he didn't know that's how hard she was going on Chris. Then we get my favorite part a whole segment on I'm a good person. <laughs> every, a whole playback of every time Alyssa said she's a good person. And then Kevin asks Chris, does he think she's a good person? <laughs> and because, like I said, this is a really great group of guys, let's just say if it was me, I would not be as nice as Chris is being. He says it's a loaded question. And, you know, when you're matched with someone who you're not into, how do you handle that? It's a tough situation. And he doesn't know that she handled it the way she should have. How diplomatically can you say, like, yeah, th- th- she she was not a good person in the context in which I knew her. But he's making space that she might be a good person elsewhere.
0: I'll just be like, I didn't know her well enough to answer that question.
1: I didn't spend I enough time she, with her. I said, for what I know, she ain't great. That's what I would have said. <laughs> Kevin says, it was a lot, because that's the phrase of the season. Then we move on to Steve and Noy saying she wasn't going to move in. How shocked were you? And Steve said he didn't see it coming, but you go through the process of decision day, and you think, yeah, you know, then you move in after. But he had to weigh it out and understand it. She holds back. He needed a level of certainty. And if you can give me that, we can live wherever you want. A large
0: I aspire to be Steve when I grow up. Like, how can you just be chill about everything? <laughs> I don't know what that's like.
1: <laughs> Me either. Oh, we need some shockers from Steve. <laughs> he said, Olajuwon says, you know, you should respect the decision, but you should grow together. Then we get into Olajuwon and the cooking. He asks what the guys think. Mark says, it's not my marriage. Steve says Olajuwon <laughs> has learned a lot in the process. And that we all have some kind of expectations and you have to bring those down, which I was like, eh. <laughs> but then he moved on. He said, we all have deal breakers that we realize aren't deal breakers. And now Juan is calling Mike to brag about Katina's cooking. She's introducing him to seafood or something. Talking about lobster, lobster
0: tail. tail. Lobster tail. <laughs> lobster tail. So, this is my thing with a larger one. And I've said it before. He said he wanted to travel and all that. Like, you would think, like, she's been to way more places than him. Maybe now is when he wanted to, but he hasn't been. But he expects these things that he himself has not done or is not capable of. You can't cook and you want all of that. Like, you. Okay. I'm not shaming him for not having it. I'm just saying, like, just give things time. Like you know this woman in the context of a TV show, a new marriage, you've never met her. How is this the 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 cornerstone of everything you want your marriage to be? But I also feel like Steve um Kevin missed the opportunity to ask how he came up with that ideal. Again, maybe there's a deal like, no, we're not talking about my childhood. But I think that would have been a good question for him to ask is like, why did you have why did you feel so strongly about this? Mm-hmm.
1: So since they finished with LaJuan, they move on to Mike. And Kevin asked everybody what Mike and Jasmina could have done differently. Kevin says his same theory about he could have romanced her more. Please go away with that. Mike <laughs> says, it's okay. Like everybody, I want to hear it. And Mark says, perhaps you could have overthought less that he cared a lot about doing the right thing. And not many people do that. They're impulsive. And Mark hopes in his next situation he relaxes a little bit because he has qualities that any woman in America would love look how good these guys are to each other
0: No. Oh, that was nice and then it was also correct because Mike did tell us in the beginning how he overthinks things and he's so tense and remember that first fight they had about things coming up yes. and then she's like things are going to be fine and I'm like guys day two or something relax <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we should have known then Should have known not to hope. So next up, the experts come for their own panel. All three of the experts received invitations to a different event.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pastor Carl goes to the same event that he goes to all the time. His style does not change.
1: (laughs) And Dr. Pepper is basically the same, too. I'm going to a business casual event, but with a jacket to class it up a little. Dr. Viviana is going to the Vanity Fair's Oscar party. (laughs) <laughs> not the postures themselves the after party <laughs> that was funny very and shiny segment,
0: glittery
1: jumpsuit very so, shiny silver shiny glittery jumpsuit did it look good on her? yes did it look absolutely. out of place? yes
0: <laughs> maybe she was going out with a bang if she knows this is her last um, episode she's like I'm gonna go out with a bang
1: so. I don't know that silver is her color actually come to think of it
0: her lipstick
1: oh, was great yeah. though.
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. With the combined with the lip color and her hair, how it was styled, I think it worked. It
1: worked. So Kevin asked the experts about their expectations. Dr. Pepper did not expect Lindsay and Mark to be that combustible. What do you think of that, Tane? <laughs>
0: I can agree with that because I feel like I was in that headspace. I still maintain that on paper they are a match. They just hate each other. <laughs> it didn't work out, but I can understand w- where she's
1: coming from. They seem similar. They seemed similar and you could not tell until she got with Mark the meanness that lives inside of Lindsay. Cuz that yeah. she was goofy, she was loud, she was inappropriate, she was drunk, she was this but the meanness, we didn't see that. Yes. Pastor Cal was surprised by Alyssa and Chris. <laughs> and Dr. Pepper is like, I want to take back my Lindsay and Mark in favor of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pastor Cal says we expect them to come and try and give it their best, and she never tried. And Dr. Pepper thought that Chris was a wonderful gift to somebody, and was shocked that Alyssa didn't see anything <laughs> in him. <laughs> And then they never really, Dr. Viviana, I think, seconded the Alyssa and Chris. And so she didn't really get her own answer. Then Kevin asked, uh, what did you think of all, did you think all four of them would say yes on decision day? And these people had the audacity. Dr. Viviana is like, oh, we start off the season very hopeful, which is not the answer to the question. After mm-hmm. you started the season, after you watched these people for eight weeks, were you surprised that some of them said yes? She didn't answer that question. Doctor Pepper says it's not magical, but we truly believe we can create lifetime marriages. There's just so much that we can't know. So four of them saying yes was very satisfying. Once again, not answering the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin asked if they were frustrated. Pastor Cal says he didn't expect any to split up. I actually appreciate that answer because even if it's a lie, it makes more sense than what the other two said. <laughs> I'm like, you, you watched, you got reports, and you thought Mark and Lindsay would make it?
0: They've never actually said that anyone should split. Not even Chris and Paige. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm not quite surprised that they're dancing around the answers. Although I don't understand why they just can't say that, but maybe I do understand. I don't know. It's just better when you're honest, though. After you've observed the couples, like if you're not gonna admit it for Chris and Paige, then I mean,
1: you'll never admit it for anybody.
0: You never admit it for anybody.
1: Doctor Viviana apparently is, was a huge champion of Mark and Lindsay. Doctor Viviana says that she thought that after the cameras was gone, they'd find a more mellow place. Kevin asked if she thought Lindsay would calm down. She doesn't answer that. She says she thought they would settle into something more viable and healthy. What signs were you seeing that they were capable of that? Because <laughs> we, we the audience, didn't see them. Hmm. Um, they talk about Katina and Olajuwon. Kevin says that, once again, you know, rehabilitation of people. Because he says, well, all of the experts told him he needs to talk to his wife in a respectful manner. And you know what? They show a clip package. and And they did do that. Every last one of them did do that. Um, Kevin, once again, this is the Olajuwon redemption story. Tells them that Olajuwon admits that he looked crazy, and the experts are so happy to hear that Olajuwon thought he looked crazy. Kevin <laughs> congratulates them on hitting a home run. They do not deserve congratulations for Olajuwon Cantina. Um, Stephen Noy. Question. What?
0: Question. When, they, when you, or when historians of maths look back on their track record, Do they track based on decision day or afterwards?
1: Afterwards. Which, their percentage is like somewhere between 25 and 30, I want to say.
0: Okay. I was just wondering, because then how long do they wait? I mean, which is not bad, because compared to Australia, which is by nine seasons and you have 11 couples and you only have like two or three. (laughs) I think the UK is still batting zero or one. So,
1: (laughs) I think the UK's only one is the one couple that didn't get together because of like the pandemic. They never got to do the show, and they met outside the show, and then they got together and have a baby. (laughs) So, so does that count? (laughs) They don't. They don't (laughs) count.
0: I will say this though. Again, I I feel like this should be like a segment, like the sections when I'm watching and my husband passes by. He heard like the experts, and he was like these experts seem to have sense compared to Australia. Like Australia, they just sit there and act like they don't know what's happening. <laughs> and they're just
1: passing by is just like observing like the rest of us. <laughs> the standard are in the gutter. If someone walks by these experts and says they have sense.
0: <laughs> i like, I will say that they were good. They were under good showing last, last, last episode. <laughs> like if someone never watched the show and you watch them with like the couples, you'd be like, huh, <laughs> it's a false representation.
1: <laughs> Next up, they discussed Stephen Noy and Dr. Viviana was just like, "Steve is amazing. He came out of the gate with so much insight, thoughtfulness, he could be a therapist on the side. Oh. He has a calm demeanor and he uses it for good in his marriage, and that made all the difference.
0: Yeah, I think Stephen Noy are a case of I usually hate it when people give just one person credit, but honestly, if Noi was matched with a different person, I don't know that they would have made it. Like I give Steve a lot of credit for Steve and Noi working.
1: Okay. Kevin asks about them not living together. And I love this part where he talks about, he discovered with the rest of us that Dr. Pepper doesn't live with her husband. (laughs) And she explains why. And she... Explains why it's probably not great for Stephen Noy because they're not in the same same stage as life as her and her husband. Doctor Viviana is not a fan of it. I liked this part. Doctor Viviana said this is not a carry and big thing.
0: <laughs> I know. Shout out to a listener who asked the question. She's in the same page.
1: Um, a new marriage needs more time. And they need the opportunity and how is he not going to get insecure and they need to build the layers, blah, blah, blah. So she doesn't agree with them living apart. Um, Pastor- I like that because a lot of it
0: is making a lot of their marriage is about what makes Noi comfortable. Oh, what is she comfortable? What is she this? But there are two people and it's never about, well, how does Steve feel about this? Like just because it's calm and collected doesn't mean he doesn't have insecurities and things that he's worried about. So I don't think Noi thought through about how does this make Steve feel that I don't want to stay or live in the same house with him.
1: Pastor Cal says that Noi adores Steve, but that she has to get over some fears and apprehensions and they'll be good. Kevin says that now Sriracha is okay with it. Everything's good. And then we get to see Sriracha again, which no one asked for. I'm like, did you need to fill in some time? Why are we here? Dr. Pepper says that. that they're lovely and she's sorry.
0: Oh, I was like, I think I missed that. I didn't see that.
1: <laughs> Dr. Pepper says that Steve and Noy are lovely and she's glad they're together.
0: So the experts are with uh, are meeting with each couple. in the, Well, is it individually?
1: The ones that <laughs> Meet- <laughs> broke up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the ones that broke up. So they're with Michael and Jasmina first. And Kevin says, if there's hope to get them back together, as he introduces them, like maybe they'll have nuggets of advice that might get them back together. And at this point, it's just old. Like, leave them alone. They decided to split and that's it. Dr. Viviana asks what happened. Jasmina says that they had a nasty fight where she needed to use his laptop. And he says, when she asked for it, he's like, he said she never said she needed it. And that left a bad taste in her mouth and made him want to ask for a divorce. I was like, huh? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i was like i was waiting for something because she said it was so nasty and, uh, and then the way she keeps saying we had a fight and that made him want to ask for a divorce but she had already decided that there weren't i don't know she seems to not want to share in the decision to split she just she wants, wants to, to blame the, him <laughs> yeah she wants on the record that it was all michael so dr viviana says that that can't be the reason that you guys broke up. Pascal looks so stressed. He's like taking his glasses off, putting his hand on <laughs> his forehead like, what? <laughs> so Jasmina was like, you know, Michael keeps saying that she didn't put any effort, but she was the one who called all the time and she has the receipts and he never did and he only visited once, which, I mean, to be fair, I don't know what that's about. He likes to say that she wasn't getting what he wanted, but also... Did he already clock that that was it and didn't put any effort? And if that's the case, why say yes on decision day if you were not going to do anything
1: afterwards? Good question.
0: So Michael says he thought the laptop was a ridiculous reason and it was more like he wasn't getting anything from her. So Pascal said, like, they had life left in this marriage, but they both had needs that were not being met, which I agree with. And Dr. Pepper says that their perception meter was way off and they just couldn't see the effort that both were making. Dr. Viviana points out that the fact that if you look at what they're arguing about right now, they're both trying to prove how much they cared for the (laughs) other person. (laughs) She really did leave it a bang. And I'm like, that is actually true. They're trying to prove who sent more text messages and who (laughs) didn't get what. And I'm like, that is so true. And, Pascal says that, you know, they keep treating like this fight or whatever, like it was fatal, but it wasn't and they're not enemies. Um, again, which is true, last episode, they were like sitting on top of each other. We we're so sure they were about to say yes. And they're probably the first math split couple that don't hate each other. So <laughs> Pascal asks Jasmina how she feels about Michael. And she says that he's an amazing person, but she doesn't feel like he's her person. Dr. Viviana says that she, Jasmina is going to go back to the dating pool and she'll be like, what the freak was I thinking? Jasmina says, yeah, but I'm going to know how to handle myself. Aid I got to tell you that I did not like that. What did you not like about it? I do not like and I'm glad that Jasmina stood up for herself. Like, I don't know how to handle myself. It felt like Dr. Viviana was holding it over her head. Like, oh, you're letting go of a good man. You're not going to find somebody that's good or whatever. Like, sometimes, no matter how much we r- were rooting for people, it's also still from the outside. She may be right. Who knows? But I just feel you could just be like, I don't know, just saying, like, you're going to regret this and you're not going to find any- it. It was basically, all I heard was, You're not going to find anyone that's as good as Michael. Which
1: is, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, it's rude. Yeah. The standard line when someone's looking is, of course, after a breakup, of course you're going to find someone better. (laughs) That's what you're (laughs) supposed to say. Dr. Viviana's like, no, you're not going to find anything better than this. And I don't think that's true. If you don't want to be with the one that I found, with the one that you found me, then probably the next one's going to be better. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. Like, I don't even know, it, it, again, the reality is you may not or you may not, but that's not a reason for someone to stay with someone and make you work so your track record is great or so everyone can ship your relationship through the TV. Like, if she, they're grown people. If they both decided that it's not working, it's not working. Take their word for it, but don't don't hold it over head. You're going to go back. I mean, dating pool we know is a jungle, but eh, people still find people there. So, Jasmina says, right now, she doesn't want to move forward in seeing if that's possible. I'm like, go on, girl. Know what's good for you. So, Kevin really likes saying how this was the shortest marriage in MAPS history. Not quite sure why. But he's introducing Alyssa and Chris again. And I'm like, oh, my God. Why, <laughs> Lord, why? The girl don't like to talk. Chris has been as politically correct as he can be. What are we going to hear? So Dr. Pepper says she needs answers. She doesn't understand why he was such a failure and how they mismatched them so much because they went after a list of things that she asked for. Alyssa says she respectfully disagrees with that and her answers do not align with Chris. (laughs) Dr. Viviana says he is exactly what you wrote down and she pulls receipts. (laughs) The woman brings out her phone and starts listing the top five things that she says she wanted this really was a bang I'm not realizing this until we're talking about the episode Alyssa turns on the waterworks and says she sat down here today because she was told she won't be attacked Dr. Viviana stands her ground you're not being attacked it's a question (laughs) Alyssa (laughs) continues that she can't articulate herself any better and she can't keep saying the same thing over and over and I'm irritated I'm irritated because Alyssa Just say you were not physically attracted to him and you did not want anything to do with him. He was not a cowboy. And as you got to know him better, he did not share the same hobbies and you just didn't want it. But I just, the whole, it happened to both of us and what happened to us. it you happened to both of you. So own up to your shittiness.
1: I thought, I, (laughs) I just thought it was interesting. So Dr. Viviana lists out this list. And of course the core values are like, Things that you would never know about a person after talking to them for one day. There's just no way. Yep. So,
0: Alyssa says she wishes things went differently, but she can't keep saying the same thing over and over. Dr. Viviana says, like, the only reason why she's pushing on this is, like, in several episodes, she said that she didn't think the experts didn't give her anything that she asked for. What, um... And the listener is like, I don't care whether or not he had four of the things listed. You did not give me any of the things I asked for. But it's like I'll ask her, okay, what are your core values? And then she says, I don't want to get into specifics. <laughs> How many ways to go with this? It's either she doesn't have anything or she doesn't have to think about it. But someone put on Twitter and was like, yeah, Alyssa is like, I'm not going to tell a Black man that I don't believe in Black Lives Matters or defunding the police because we know Chris believes in that and several other more. So who knows what the truth is, but I think that if you sign up for a dating show, you should be willing to describe your
1: core values. But that's just me. So I don't know. I was really bothered that when she was talking about the core values... She accused Chris of being disloyal, <laughs> and uh, I was like, "What does loyalty mean to you, Alyssa? What are you saying?"
0: Backing her up on her shittiness. <laughs> um, I don't even know why she expects loyalty. You did not even give the man one night. Ugh.
1: I think he's so- been very loyal. I th- I think he could have trashed you a whole lot more than he has not even trashed you a little bit, and he has earned the right.
0: So Chris says, he doesn't believe in having a person, but people check boxes and they just never got to that point to evaluate. Alyssa adds, she said this over and over, that she feels sad for both of them that they were put in that situation. And honestly, I tuned out. I don't want to hear anything she has to say anymore. I don't know why they keep giving her FaceTime. So Dr. Dr. Pepper says that they didn't know that she had a narrow and specific template of who she wanted to marry. Because if she did, she wouldn't have matched her. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Viviana says she wants her to realize that when you have judged someone wrongly, whether wrong or right, you're going to go on thinking only the negative, and it's a terrible look not only for you, but it's terrible for you inside. I mean, Alyssa is still like tearing up this entire time with her tissue. And Alyssa says she knows it's a running joke, and everyone laughs at her saying she's a good person, all the time but she's gonna keep saying that she's a good person and she was shown in a light that is not who she is and dr (laughs) pepper is like you keep saying you were shown in a light but we didn't put words in your mouth these were your actions
1: (laughs) that's why she's here that's our entertainment is for dr pepper and dr viviana a pastor Cal, to call her out on her bullshit
0: well i'm just a pastor Cal did not say a word he was just over this bullshit a long time ago. <laughs> when he said, what are your core values? That was calling her out on her bullshit. Yes, but then he checked out. He was just asking a question like, I'm going to give you an out. And then when she didn't even take that, he was like, I'm out. Tag me out, coach. So... Um, and Alyssa is like, I guess I'm not explaining correctly. You're and not explaining that's anything. <laughs> that's Pepper turns to Chris. And it's almost like Alyssa is not there. She's like... I feel for you. How are you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> he says he doesn't feel heartbreak, but you know he doesn't regret going through the process. Dr. Pepper just uh, you know turns to Alyssa and said, one final note for you, you know make your list. Make next time you know make sure that your list is not so long and not so perfect. And Alyssa says, you know I have faith that my person will find me and he'll come. And yeah, everyone's like, yeah, he's coming actually I, I don't i it's not hard to believe that she's going to find someone she is going to find someone so that's just how life works there's someone for everyone so
1: i mean johnny I, found someone i don't understand how you, like how she can be in a relationship with someone when she cannot ever be called out on any of her behavior without crying and saying you're attacking me i just
0: how do you even have a healthy argument and also if you're so married to the idea of marrying a cowboy what the fuck are you doing in boston
1: Well, we'll see what happens on. Where are they now?
0: (laughs) I mean, in that preview, didn't we see that she was betrayed or something? (laughs) So, we move on to Lindsay and Mark. They come out, and Kevin throws out, which I thought was shade, as he introduces them. Hopefully, they can talk things out and take ownership in a calm, cool manner. I don't know who he's referring to, but... The only person that doesn't talk in a calm, cool manner is who? Do you Lindsay, think Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindsay talks in a
1: calm... Maybe not. I don't know. But it's interesting. This whole reunion, Lindsay has been very calm.
0: On her best behavior. Yeah. So, so Viviana, Dr. Viviana asked him,
1: when did things go downhill?
0: Lindsay says, after my birthday, seven days after decision day, That all she wanted was, after they um, renovated his house and all that stuff, she told him all she wanted for her birthday was a dinner and a massage. And he gave her an IOU. Listen, I got to be on Lindsay's side that way um, for this issue. Like, I'm a huge birthday person, and I'm a huge person that likes to take people at their word. She just helped you renovate the entire house and all that. And all she wanted was a dinner and a massage. Why couldn't you just get that going anyways? Like, what is an IOU? And then six weeks later, she asked about it and he's like, it's too late. What does that
1: mean? I don't know. I was so confused by this timeline too. I was like, but you guys were only together for one week after decision day. So why was there something going on six weeks later? I think she meant that things went
0: downhill seven days after decision day. I don't think they broke up
1: seven days after. Oh, okay. I, w- I was yeah. under my the impression that they renovated for seven days and broke up after that.
0: Probably, but they were still together. Probably doing off and on like they did on the show. I'm leaving. And then, okay, we'll make it work. Maybe. I, that's what I got out of it because I don't know where six weeks would have come from from that. So he tells her, and then they start arguing about the house and he's like, I can kick you out here that you don't have any rights to this house. And then the day that her grandma died, he tells her, that he's out of this marriage mark says there were too many threats you know during their fight that she didn't like his work and he didn't like his split shifts and she told him like if you did it she was going to divorce him Pascal says what i see are two people who have lost respect for each other mark says that she has a side that gets really violent and this is the most that he has been bullied and Lindsay, she doesn't even feel anything. She's just like, that's what I do when I get into fight mode. <laughs>
1: it's like that, but but that's not what you're supposed to do, honey.
0: It's not. So that's what Pepper tells Lindsay, like you're smart and you know when you get mad, you cut to the bone. And then she does something that I think was smart. She says, "Mark, too, like when you get provoked, you should be conscious of what you do where you hold back consciously." Like, you know, for example, you say you're grateful, but you're not grateful or showing it to the person who needed it. Like, you know what Lindsay needs. And I flash back to that um, session where he said, I know what she needs. I know what Lindsay wants. So you're just not doing it. And you're doing that on purpose to punish her for how she's making you feel. So she tells him that they need to hold accountability and responsibility. Mark is tearing up and he says that he hates reliving this and it's too much. And Pascal says, yeah, let's call it what it is. It was traumatic. So he asked Lindsay, how do you feel about how Mark is responding? And then she starts by saying, to be very honest, and Dr. Vivian was like, nope, 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 no, we don't need her to be very honest. This was my favorite moment in the entire <laughs> <I guess. laughs> We've not had enough of your
1: honesty. We're quite done with it. Thank you, Lindsay.
0: <laughs> she claps her hand and she's like no, 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 we don't need her to be better. (laughs) And Lindsay who is just, she's really feeling herself this reunion. She's like "And no, no doctor, no Viviana. She's like, Viv, you keep cutting me off. Why does Lindsay feel like she's closer to people than she really is? And She's like, I know you're very Team Mark. And Viviana's like, no, I'm just saying, like, he's in a vulnerable state. Like, we don't know what she's about to say. And Pastor Kyle is trying to referee and he's like, let her speak. Let her. I was like, oh my God, chaos. So Lindsay says, I don't feel as though Mark is genuine. And Viviana says, here
1: we go again. One more dig. <laughs> <laughs> but where's okay. the why? It's interesting because we don't see it much on Mavs. Dr. Viviana was sliding in to protect Mark, which it is kind of disgusting, actually, that Mark gets protection when there are other people who probably could have used it. Um
0: (laughs) But I think in this case, it was like in the moment. In the moment that he was tearing up, you could clearly see that he was reliving it and it was too much for him. It's like, okay, let's just cut. And again, if she knew she was leaving, what does she have to lose? (laughs) Might as well jump in. Because it's not like a Paige situation where she's like, I could see it in her eyes. And I was like, you didn't say anything? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, Lindsay says she feels no compassion for him because she doesn't think it's sincere. And Pascal stops her and says, you have lost respect and value for him. And even though you're not in a relationship, yes, the marriage is over, but you cannot lose empathy for people. And then Lindsay (laughs) says, Nancy doesn't know when to stop. She's like, even for people you don't respect? I'm like, Yes, oh my God. yes. This is, this is terrible. And Pastor Cal says, I don't want you to make him feel bad for having an emotional side. And Dr. Viviana, one last word is like, you guys are so similar. So the fact that you don't like each other is more about how you feel about yourself. <laughs>
1: I mean, it was such a subtle (laughs) way to tell both of them that they're (laughs) kind of terrible. Such a subtle way.
0: She was gold. I was just like, ooh. (laughs) So Dr. Pepper asks what Mark has learned about himself that's positive. Don't know if this was positive, but he's like, in his next relationship, he's going to speak up more and set the tone from the jump. I was
1: like, that's it. i I was like that that's an interesting take basically if i end up with another bully i'll make sure to speak up faster
0: i don't he's been saying it all season and i keep telling him, mark like i mean you shouldn't be in the situation where (laughs) you should be doing this but yeah that was that that was something
1: anything else These therapy sessions with the broken up couples are really just torture for our entertainment. There is no purpose to them besides that. These people are broken up. They're not getting back together because they sit down on camera with the three experts, Kevin, and their ex-partner. It's not happening. It's just to, I don't know, to perform the autopsy on the relationship.
0: I think the experts really wanted Chris and Alyssa to clear their name because she's the first person to ever call them out. And I so, quote, I hate the experts. So. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll be right back.
1: And we are back to close out this episode with everybody sitting down together. I get the vibe at this point that everyone's over it. It's probably late in the day, it's been a very emotional day. They're probably just tired. <laughs> But Kevin says that it's great to see them together, and Chris says that they're a family, and very few people, even outside their season, have ever gone through this experience. And they show the dance party that we heard about on After Party that happened at the retreat where Mark was the DJ. And then, just to make sure we cover every awkward moment that ever happened on the show, Kevin decides to take it back to the beginning. He's like, you guys all met each other. You go on the honeymoon and Lindsay and Olajuwon get into it about speaking Spanish. And they show a flashback. And then they come back and Olajuwon says, hola. And Lindsay says, cc. And they talk about basically, they fought, they talked, they made up. The whole time that they're talking about this, Katina doesn't look too pleased. I don't know
0: why Kevin did not ask Katina how she feels about their friendship
1: she accepts it but she was very strange she was looking down the whole time they were talking like okay I guess this is what I have to I don't know but that's what I'm saying I don't want to assume what she thinks I just wanted her to say with her own mouth
0: what is because I mean from the first um, section it seems like they're all cool or whatever and she's fine with it but like how you really feel Katina I want to know because Lindsay was doing that thing she was doing an after party where she actually reached over the couch to touch a large one and I'm like okay
1: I would be concerned about my husband being friends with an agent of chaos like Lindsay. <laughs> Woo.
0: Cause you don't know when it's going to be your turn for a story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they talk about learning from each other and giving each other advice. And a one says he gave Lindsay a lot of therapy. <laughs> um, and Jasmina says that a would talk to her and Mike too. Um, and a says that he did it with Mike and jazz. And Kevin says, well, why didn't you fix that? And he says, I'm (laughs) not an expert. Which, honestly, the experts can't fix it either. (laughs) Then we find out that Alachuan did not know Katina's name on the honeymoon. And the whole time they're playing this clip of him doing this interview where he calls her Janita, Jeanette, Kanette, Katina, when someone finally tells him, I'm like, is this a joke? And then I realize it's not a joke. He really married her, spent the night with her, got on a plane all the way to Puerto Rico, and did not know her name. <laughs> Katina says, it made sense why he kept on calling her wife. Because he didn't know her name. <laughs> and then Alyssa backs him up and says, he's horrible with all names. Then, <laughs> in the worst replay, I think, of the, the show. Because I really didn't want to see this again. Because it makes me feel so bad. Especially following everything we've watched. They Kevin talks about how Lindsay... Had an amazing wedding with Mark, but then things turned. And he talks about the night of bowling. And we get to watch Lindsay in the bathroom talking her shit.
0: Can I say that in this clip, they did cut out the part where Mark told her to go have another drink?
1: Hmm. You know, they did. I still, as as bad as him saying that was, it doesn't, I mean, what she said in that bathroom It just was so mean. It was. It was.
0: And the fact that she was still laughing, I just... uh, I don't get it.
1: Kevin points out that her dad said that you had a vicious tongue. And did you go too far? Lindsay is not doing great with the apologies. I feel bad about the delivery. And she should have used kinder words and a kinder message. No, you just shouldn't have said anything. (laughs) Or you should have, I guess maybe you could have kindly, how do you kindly tell someone that they don't make enough money for you? How do, how do you kindly say that?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And this is the, like, circles that she goes in, because Kevin asks if she's working on, you know, being less of a trash human. And yeah. she says, well, I didn't say it in front of him. I was trying to bitch in a corner by myself. And he's like, but there were other people there, not to mention, you know, the microphone.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Lindsay says, and he asks again, "Are you working on it?" And Lindsay's like, "Well, you can see that I need a minute. Okay, that wasn't the question. <laughs> Mark says that he thinks it's sad that you can see that and not feel bad about how you spoke because it doesn't sound like you feel that bad. Kevin says she should apologize. He's right there, and a larger one who is Lindsay's friend, and the larger one is Lindsay's real friend. <laughs> Um, because someone should have told Alyssa this, but they didn't. But one told Lindsay, basically, you're going to look real bad if you don't apologize.
0: <laughs> it was so odd to me because even when they said to apologize, she looked at Olajuwon one first, And it wasn't the first time in the whole thing where it's like, that's when I was like, oh, one is like the Lindsay whisperer. Like, what is going on? Like, I, I don't know. It was
1: odd. I appreciated that he didn't tell her to, to apologize because it's the right thing to do. I think he did tell her that. But he added on, "You are going to look bad."
0: <laughs> um the 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 what is it called? The learner has become the master because you <laughs> know what Pascal told him? "I don't want you to look bad." <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then she kind of apologizes. It was pretty good for a forced apology. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings and I get angry so quickly and I can't take it back. And if I could, I would, but I can't. And I hope you can accept that. <laughs> Steve, the Lindsay hater, is like, anything else you want to apologize for? <laughs> Kevin reiterates, You might never be sitting in a chair again. Is there anything else you need? Mark's like, You know, I'm fine. And Kevin says, Mark says that you spit on him. Did you spit on him? <laughs> I'm like, there are moments where you repeat back the words that you watched on this show and you cannot believe what is coming out of your mouth. This mm-hmm. man asks this woman, did you spit on him? <laughs> and she says, no. Kevin says, he says differently. And then there's another, it's a lie. I know it's a lie. She says, well, I said that if I had spit, I would spit on you. I'm like, what do you mean you said that you spit on him? Just admit it. Yeah.
0: Kevin I says... He I said something like, <laughs> I, he, he spit on my shirt or something. I think Mark was like, maybe she's being like semantics or whatever. So it was like, you spit on my shirt. And I'm like, the fact that we have to go through this loopholes, that means like you did it.
1: <laughs> Kevin says, he perceives that you... Sp- basically, he perceives that you spat on him. So, <laughs> so, so then, a large one... Um, You know, says a thing about you're going to look real bad if you don't apologize. So she goes back again for another forced apology. Lindsay says, I'm sorry that we got to a toxic level. I'm sorry in that close conversation spit landed on you. (laughs) Mark says it hurt because he remembers it like it was yesterday. So he remembers that she intentionally spit on him no matter what story she's trying to tell. Um, Kevin says, at the end of the day, you apologized. And you know, I will give Lindsay that because I didn't hear one apology from that Alyssa."
0: Oh, fighting words.
1: (laughs) And then in the weirdest pivot you've ever seen, Kevin says, on a lighter note, let's talk about sex exercises. (laughs) (laughs) So they just show the clip of the week where they did the sex exercises, which was also the week that we missed the podcast. So of course I was like, wait, did that? And then I was like, yes, that's a week that we missed. (laughs) Um, then Kevin talks about tweets he reads some tweets from people it would have been nice if he read one of our tweets and perhaps called out our name but you know you can't have everything so quick summary (laughs) Uh, Noy and camping and how disappointed Steve looked when Noy was like I don't do that Um, Steve and his LED lights they're in his car we learned that we learned the mystery of why there was a stain on Olajuwon's drawers on the wedding night. He was very happy to clear the air. He had a pen in his pocket, broke, bled through pants, gone on his boxers. He does do his laundry. He wanted us to know. <laughs> then Mark was called out for wanting to take things slow after sex on the honeymoon. And Mark says that things started fast and bumpy, emotional connection, everything he said before. Lindsay got in another dig against him, of course. Um, (laughs) Honestly, this is probably my favorite, was that now Michael (laughs) that Jasmina was called out for. Um, Someone said, the tweet I think said that she would put the fear of God in the future kids with just a few words. And she said the reason she said it like that was because his comment was such a shock. Michael joked about how it made him feel like she was one of... His students, one of her students, and she's like, It's the only time I said it though. They <laughs> <laughs> then do a little blooper reel. We see Mark in a candy bra, Jasmina and Mike talking about balls and holding the balls, uh, laughing at the aerial silks, Lindsay and Mark laughing together like loons. So cute. And then you're like, and these two hate each other. Chris falling while he was paddleboarding. A lot of falling. These people fell a lot. They fell at hockey. They fell at volleyball. They fell at flag football. So much falling. (sighs) So uh, we get to the end. Um, They say it was hard, but it was a fun experience. Olajuwon is thankful for his friends who have now turned into sisters and brothers who have helped his marriage. And for the cup, Kevin says, for the couples who are married, this is fantastic. For the rest of you, you've learned an amazing lesson. And then we are done. Kind of. Then we get to see a preview for San Diego. But this is what I found interesting. They showed us a preview for San Diego with no faces.
0: <laughs> the day
1: that they announced all the faces. I'm like, who messed this up?
0: Uh, attention to detail hasn't always been masked, Strong suits, so.
1: <sighs> all right
0: who has your bouquet? My bouquet goes out to the experts for calling Alyssa out, for having the receipts, for standing their ground, and for Dr. Pepper when giving Mark and Lindsay advice, not just piling it on on Lindsay, but also pointing out what um, Mark should have done. And for Dr. Viviana saying that them not liking each other is a reflection of how much they hate themselves.
1: I can't, I, I live... <laughs>
0: I live for it all. (laughs) 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 Who has yours?
1: This has not happened all season, I believe. But mine actually goes to Olajuwon. (laughs) For two. (laughs) (laughs) That moment where he was a true friend to Lindsay and told her, you're going to look real bad if you don't apologize. I managed to get her to do it because I do credit him with that. I don't think she would have done it without his pressure. I I appreciated him for that. I feel like he did her a solid. Hmm. Okay. Who has your burnt ashes? You can't get any
0: worse than spitting on someone. So Lindsay three (laughs) times, like, that's disgusting. That's the lowest of the, I don't care how much you hate someone. Fight or flight, flight. Just walk away.
1: That's terrible. So Lindsay gets it. Who has yours? You know, I'll give it to Lindsay, too, for not only spitting on this man, but, you know, trying to run a scam, I feel like, the whole episode. She did a lot of unnecessary talking, and the more she talked, the more I knew she was lying. And I could not believe she fixed her mouth to say, well, I said that I would spit on you if I didn't have any sp- if Like, what are you saying, you crazy woman? So, <laughs> so she has my burnt ashes, too.
0: I will say, though, we did a poll asking who do you believe, Lindsay or Alyssa, and Lindsay won with 94%. (laughs)
1: That is very surprising. So,
0: yeah. We had another poll, but I just can't see the results right now, asking if um, Jasmine and Michael should be together. I think they should just, everybody should just let them be, but I don't see what the results are, but
1: yeah. People really hate Alyssa. You really, do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you really do. So everyone, this is it for this week. This is it for this season. Season 14, Boston. We we made it. <laughs> we are so excited um, to be back for season 15. Looking forward to sunny San Diego and Married at First Sight, finally making it to the West Coast. You can find Tane with Nana on the Rewatch podcast re-watching Sex and the City. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at AlterCallMAFS A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S We love hearing from you guys on social media. And follow us on our socials so you can find out when we're coming back. Um, and any hot gossip, I guess, about the new couples.
0: Yeah. And before we round out guys i know we didn't say this at the top of the episodes and it sounds trite now but our thoughts prayers to everyone who was affected by the texas school shooting we're not going to say anything that everybody hasn't said before this is so terrible and just news that the husband of one of the teachers that was shot you know died of a heart attack when we all know like it's really heartbreak and grief like it everyone is affected in this situation the kids who had to see that the kids who are surviving the families and everyone like everyone we're tired of it but there's there's not much we can do except get some gun control hopefully but our thoughts and prayers to all of the people who are affected but um yeah
1: and call your congressmen, call your senators you can find google it you can find their numbers online and if we want change we have to start with them unfortunately and vote check your registration
0: yeah So guys, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for rocking with us for another season. We really, truly appreciate it. We don't take it for granted because there are so many other options that you can listen to. Thank you for interacting with us. Thank you for giving feedback, for sending us DMs. We look forward to doing this with you all over again, this shit show that we love so much in July. And hopefully if it's true and we get this new experts, it's going to be a new vibe and we look forward to, you know, dissecting them and sharing that with you guys. So you can find us during the very short break that Lifetime has given us on our, <laughs> on our Patreon, but we will be back in July. We love you guys and see you in July.
1: Thank you. Bye. Bye.